Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Racing Rider podcast. My name is Lachlan Chapman and I'm hoping to steer you into a couple of winners at the Valley tomorrow. So let's get stuck into the program. Race one at the Valley tomorrow is a 2500 metre benchmark 78 for the stays. I'm going with number four, Yulong Rising here. He draws a bit better than last start where he just got too far back, but he finished the race off okay at Flemington. Hopefully he settles a couple of pairs closer today and can run a good race at a roughly an each-way price. For second, I'm going with number one, Rockerall. Drawn well here and third up to 2,500. He should be fit and ready to peak. His former round steel prints last preparation puts him in good stead here. And the two kilo claim for Michael Poy should also be an advantage. Third, I'm going for Miss 500, the progressive daughter of Dundeal. She was impressive winning last start at Sandan over 2,400, and I feel like the longer the race distances get, the better she'll be. And for fourth, I'm going with Relia Bell, who is just building a really nice consistent record and gets the services of Craig Williams, which should be an advantage. Race two tomorrow at the Valley is a 1,200-metre event for the two-year-olds. You'll find that the two-year-old races are quite competitive this time of year, leading into Blue Diamonds and whatnot. Uh, for mine, I'm probably going to go with number one, Flinders River, on an each-way basis. I feel race experience is a big advantage in these early season two-year-old races, and Flinders River will appreciate getting up to 1,200 metres at a nice each-way price. For second, I'll throw in number seven, Mr Cashman. Uh, was a really good soft trial at Tarelgan, and from barrier one, should get a great run. And as we know, Patrick Payne is very good at conditioning his horses, so it should be ready to fire on debut. For third, I'm going to have number five, Larimer Street. This colt by Brazen Bow from a really good family jumped out very well, and I expect it to show up here on debut. And for fourth, I'll throw in another debutante, Greatness Awaits, who has also performed well at the jump outs and trials and should run a very nice race on debut too. Race three tomorrow at the Valley is a open handicap over the Cox Plate distance. Um, look, this field is probably going to be quite decimated with scratchings. There might only be four or five runners. And we've got Ryan's Fender going around at about $1.50, which in all honesty makes this race a bit of a non-event. I'll probably have him on top, but for mine, I won't be betting in this race. Uh, as far as anything to beat the short favourite, my trust, who was scratched at the barriers at Caulfield, has pretty good form when it gets up to this distance, so could be one at value if you're wanting to have a bet in this race. Uh, Unrealistic won the Pentehurst Cup yesterday. I would consider it if it ran, but I doubt it'll back up two days after winning that. And the Lord Mayor is a consistent sort, but doesn't win all that often, and he'll go in next, but for me, it's probably not a betting race. Race four tomorrow is another smallish field, but I feel this one is a bit more competitive. This one is over the mile for the three-year-olds. I'm going with number four here, Brazier de Kerr. He finished down the track at Flemington last start, but he was on the pace, and the way that race set up, nothing on the pace really figured in the finish, so I'm willing to forgive him. Up to a mile, he should be suited, and I expect him to improve at a nice price. For second, I'm going with number seven, Rapid Romance. She was impressive winning her maiden at Moe before running a really good second at Caulfield last start in a strong Phillies benchmark 64. From the good draw, she should just get the perfect run. For third, I'm going with number one, Maserati Bay. 
She's been in really consistent form and I expect her to be thereabouts. And for fourth, I'm throwing a number eight written advice who comes out of the same race as Rapid Romance. She'll go around at really big odds, but I expect her to run better than her price suggests. Race number five is a benchmark 64 over a mile. Uh, I'll probably have two bets in this race, both at around the $10 quote. The first of those is number one, Montassa. I feel like this is the weakest race he's contested in quite a while. And with Thomas Stockdale's claim, he gets in very well. The only query for mine is the wide draw, but that's probably why you're getting a better price. Uh, for second, I'll throw in number nine, Whistler Bowl. It's third up off a really, really long spell, but it should be suited getting back up to the mile, and it sh- looks like it was going to be a really promising stayer. So I think it can, another one again who's drawn wide, but I think it can run a really nice race. For third, I'll throw in number six, Bill the Bee. He's very consistent and has shown a lot of promise, but the only query I have of him is that he doesn't win a lot, although barrier four for Jai McNeil should be given every chance. And for fourth, I'll throw in number seven, Duke of Magnus. Again, another one who's shown a lot of promise, but only has the one win next to his name. The advantage is, though, he's drawn near the inside and should roll along near the speed, so I feel that'll give him a nice chance as well. Race number six is the first leg of the quaddy for the fillies and mares over a mile. For me, I'm going with number three, Tartar de Goose, who drops nicely in grade from a benchmark 84 to a benchmark 70. Uh, the key here will be the pattern of the day. She's an on-speed horse, but we'll, hopefully we'll know by race six if that's the place to be. Gets a three-kilo claim for Jess Eaton. At a nice price, I think it will be very hard to hold out. For second, I'm going in for the improving Duns and Roses. I find the done deals tend to improve as they get older and she's showed that she's improved into this preparation. Her run last start was very good. Staying at the mile is the only query for me, but I think she can show up at a good price. For third, I'm throwing in Seababe, the South Australian visitor. She was a very impressive winner at Gawler last time and has drawn well in barrier one. Bit of a step up in class here, but I expect her to run well. And for fourth, I'm throwing in the consistent Miss Polanski, who's drawn well and she hasn't missed a place her past five runs, so I'm expecting another honest effort and I think she'll be thereabouts. Race seven is arguably the race of the day with a really promising bunch of three-year-old fillies going around. Uh, For mine, the top pick is number six, It's Kind of Magic. She's shown a real lot of promise in her first three runs. And this is a nice race to kick her off after a brief freshen up. Price is probably too short for me to back, but I, think, I still think she's the one to beat. For second, I'll throw in number five, She's a Witness. If you take out the heavy track run, she'd be unbeaten. And I feel she's a really nice type going forward. Uh, likewise, number eight, How Romantic. I'm putting that in third. She was a really impressive debut winner when she was really well backed. Wide drawer is a bit of a query, but I expect her to run well and she'll be one to follow into the future. And for fourth, I'm throwing in number four, Gimme the Goss. And honestly, I was shocked to see her come up $31, considering she was a really tough win at the track and distance last time out. And the horse she beat, Need New Friends, has a really big rap on it. So she's probably, probably my best roughie of the day at that price. Race 8 on the card tomorrow is an open sprint over 1,000 metres. 
I'm going with number one, Ashlaw here, purely on the class factor. I think with the two kilo claim, he gets in really well in this field with 58 kilos. And this is the easiest race he's contested for some time. He's also quite a good Mooney Valley horse, so that should also be in his favour. For second, I'm throwing in our Luca. He's a bit of a quirky horse, but he seems to run his best races here at the Valley. So on speed, with the blinkers back on this time, I think he can run a nice race. For third, I'm going with the favourite Wagner. Um, I can't really justify the height for him, but got to respect the market market here. So I'll throw him in for third. And for fourth, I'll throw in Ray's Dream. She, uh, she tends to need a lot of luck getting back in her races, but I thought it was a really good run first up and had a couple of nice wins last preparation. So definitely a horse going places. Uh, the Get Out Stakes, the final event on the card, is a 1,000-metre scamper for the fillies and mares. Uh, pretty tough way to end the day, but I'm going with the class runner here in Rainbow Girl. Uh, she's first up in over a year, but she clearly has the superior form lines. She was last seen running second on Cox Plate Day in 2018, and before that she also had winning form around Helvorsen, which is far better than what she meets here. A uh, bit of a risk first up off the long break, but even if she's 80% right, I feel like she might be too good here, so I'll put her on top. For, for second, I'll throw in the really speedy Lady Solly. Um, I figure this horse has been getting better as her career goes on, and she's a, she's a really nice filly going places, and first up, I think she can run a really good race despite the wide barrier. For third, I'm throwing in number one, Jester Angel, at a really good price. Uh Ran really well over the 9.55 here first up, and that's the key to where I think she's a dead set 1,000-metre horse. So at a nice price, I think she can be thereabouts again. And for fourth, I'm throwing in a bit of a speculative pick, and that's the commoner. Uh, she bolted it on debut before subsequent runs. She went very poorly on wet tracks. But first up after a break on a likely dry surface by the last race, I think she could run a nice race at odds and is worth throwing in the quaddy. And that's a wrap for the first episode of the Racing Rider podcast. Hopefully we can find you a few winners at the Valley tomorrow and I'll see you again for a preview of the Flemington New Year's Day meeting. Uh, thank you very much for listening.